Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the ACDY podcast channel. My name is Adam, and I will be your host for today. Today's podcast, we'll be getting into the controversial topic of whether people of color and minorities face injustice and racism in the criminal justice system. On the pro side, we have Yvonne and Daisy, while on the con side, we have Christian and myself. With that being said, make yourself comfortable, grab a drink and a snack, and let's get started. Criminal injustice has continued to be a controversial topic, especially injustice for people of color. Criminal injustice is the absence of justice and a violation of rights or the rights of others. Some people claim that people of color get more criminal injustice and blame police officers and, and courts of discrimination against minorities and states that the justice system needs to be changed. Others claim that the criminal justice system does not need to be reformed and states that there is no discrimination or prejudice towards racial minorities. Audience members, listen in and decide which side are you on. Let's kick things off by hearing first from Christian, who speaks from the con side. Thank you. I would like to open up with a statistic that you may find surprising. Most Americans believe that because of the seemingly racist tendencies of the police around the U.S., racial minorities are less satisfied with their assistance. However, this is simply wrong. Contrary to popular belief, according to Jack Kerwick, who is a writer for an online journal of news and political commentary called Front Page Magazine, not only a police officer is not racist, but 86% of Hispanics and 85% of African Americans were satisfied with police assistance as opposed to 83% of whites. If that doesn't prove that the criminal justice system does not need reform regarding racism, then I don't know what does. Because of this startling fact and other research we did, my partner, Adam, and I do not think that criminal justice system needs reform when it comes to racial discrimination. First off, many people are under the impression that the reason that African Americans and other people of color are overrepresented in the criminal justice system is because police officers and other law enforcers are racist. However, this is simply not true. The reason for their overrepresentation comes down to the fact that they simply commit more crimes than whites. This can be seen in a study conducted by the Journal of Criminal Law and Criminology from 1985 in which it found that the disproportionate number of black Americans in prison was because of the disproportionate number of crimes they committed. Another popular belief is that police brutality, especially brutality done to racial and ethnic minorities, is a growing problem in America. However, this is also not true, as can be proven by the statistic I stated at the beginning. Furthermore, According to Kerwick, 90% of people who requested help from police said that they would do so again. This proved that not only are most police officers not exerting unnecessary force against citizens, but that they are also doing what is lawful and right considering the situation. Finally, because there is more diversity in the justice system and more laws protecting the rights of minorities, they will be more protected and thus no reform will be necessary. For instance, some Supreme Court justices are of color, including Karen Clarence Thomas and Sonia Sotomayor, which may reduce the amount of bias made towards white Americans. Furthermore, the Racial Justice Act allows those sentenced to challenge the legality of their sentence if they could prove that racial discrimination was the reason. Many people believe that the country would be better off without police officers because of their racist tendencies, but they are not racist. They are simply punishing people who truly deserve to be arrested, which is why the justice system does not need reform. Well stated, Christian. I agree with what you had to say. Now let's hear from the pro side. Yvonne, take it away. 
Thank you, Adam. Before getting to my point, I would like to share with you all a quote by Martin Luther King Jr. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. The topic of injustice within our justice system has been a popular debate topic in recent years. Some may say that the injustice people of color face has nothing to do with racism, but that is simply not true. My partner Daisy and I found various pieces of evidence that show racism is very much alive in the criminal justice system today, which is why we think the criminal justice should be changed when it comes to the injustice and racial discrimination people of color and minorities they face. Legal, legal scholar Michelle Alexander stated in her new book, The New Jim Crow Laws, Mass Incarceration in the Age of Color Blindness, that although Jim Crow laws are now off the books, millions of blacks Millions of blacks arrested for minor crimes remain marginalized and disfranchised. Trapped by a criminal justice system that has forever branded them as felons and denied them basic rights and opportunities. According to the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, African Americans and Hispanic make up approximately 32% of the U.S. population, and they compromise 56% of all incarcerated people in 2015. Additionally, American journalist Samia Mulaki noted that there are multiple stories of blacks and other minorities killed by the police, by police officers. According to a new study in the Journal of Epidemiology and Community Health, black people are three times more likely to be killed by the, poli- by the police than white people. Unfortunately, these statistics and multiple stories of young people of color being killed by the police is still not long enough to convince political leaders to effectively confront the racism responsible for these crimes. Finally, according to David A. Harris, who is a ball, ball professor of law and values at the University of Toledo College, the American justice system is based on trust, but how can such a system work efficiently when the system itself holds prejudice towards its minority of its community? According to the U.S. Sentencing Commission report in March 2010, the federal system, black offenders receive sentences that are 10% longer than white offenders for the same crime. Philosopher George Santayana once said, those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. This quote fits perfectly in with um, our situation as many people today are oblivious or do not acknowledge that there is a difference in treatment when it comes to Caucasians and people of color. If we do not speak out about the injustice we see in our society today, then it will be a long road before we see any changes, not only in our criminal justice system, but as well as in our society. Thank you, Yvonne. Now it's time for a short intermission break. Stay tuned because when we come back, we will begin with each side's rebuttal. Welcome back, listeners. Let's get back on track and hear about the con side beginning with Christian. Thank you. Our opponents state that Jim Crow laws live on in today's criminal justice system, seen in how black Americans are arrested for minor crimes, forever branding them as felons who are denied basic rights. However, basic rights is ambiguous, and the definition of it in this context is not very clear. Does it it refer to basic rights needed to survive, like food and water, or basic civil rights, like being treated equally? This, le- this then leads to the question of whether, whether these law enforcers are deliberately enforcing Jim Crow or if the current laws are simply similar to Jim Crow laws. Without this context, it is unclear if our opponents are attacking the justice system's illegality or simply its unjust legality. 
Either way, there is evidence that illustrates that Jim Crow laws do not exist in America's current justice system. For instance, according to John Perazzo, the managing editor of DiscoverTheNetworks.org and author of The Myths That Divide Us, How Lies Have Poisoned American Racial Relations, a 1993 study by the Justice Department tracked the experience of more than 10,000 accused felons in America's 75 largest cities. Not only were 66% of African-American defendants prosecuted as opposed to 69% of white defendants, but of those prosecuted, 75% of black Americans and 78% of white Americans were convicted. This evidence makes it clear that not only are Jim Crow laws not used against black Americans, but blacks have actually suffered less at the hands of the justice system than whites. Many people, including our opponents, also believe that police officers have an unconscious bias against people of color. Their evidence is that black people are three times more likely to be killed by police than white people, yet political leaders still do not take action. However, they do not give specific examples of such cases. It is entirely possible that black people simply commit more dangerous crimes, prompting police to kill them, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Either way, evidence my partner and I found contradict the claim of our opponents, as this evidence suggests that police officers do not have unconscious bias against them. In a 1996 analysis of 55,000 big city felony cases tracked by Perazzo, black defendants were convicted at a lower rate than whites in 12 of the 14 federally de designated felony categories. Additionally, at all the decision points following the arrest, the outcomes are pretty much the same between white and black Americans. In fact, even when there are differences, they tend to favor blacks. If anything, police officers actually have an unconscious bias against whites, not people of color. Our opponents believe that the criminal justice system is based on trust and state that the system cannot work on trust because police officers are prejudiced towards people of color and minorities. However, the problem with this argument is that the quality of evidence of officers being prejudiced towards colors and minorities is substantially weak. Prejudice is a social construct that cannot be measured, so there is almost no evidence that can support their claim. Additionally, the justice system today is becoming more and more diverse because positions are being filled by people of color. As mentioned before by Christian, Clarence Thomas and Sonia Sotomayor are both associate justices of the Supreme Court. Clarence is an African-American judge, lawyer, and government official, and is currently the most senior associate justice on the court. Sonia Sotomayor is also an associate justice appointed by Barack Obama. She has the distinction of being the first Hispanic and Latino justice. This continues to show that the justice system is not prejudiced towards people of color. Criminal injustice is a terrible thing which we can all agree on. However, I refuse to believe the opposing side. Evidence is a key to this issue and yet the opposing side doesn't have enough concrete evidence to support their claims. The justice system is here to provide fair and reasonable consequences to those who commit crimes. It is here to help us. So so what would be the need for racial discrimination reform? People of color get overrepresented in prisons not because they are minorities, but simply because they commit more crimes. Police brutality, even when concerning people of color, is not a growing problem in the country. And finally, in today's justice system, there are more positions filled by people of color which eliminates racial discriminations. The justice system does not need any reform because it continues to stay true to the overall purpose, providing justice where it belongs. Daisy, the mic is yours. Take it away. 
Thank you. It's no doubt that the people of color are always being talked about in the justice system due to racism and unfairness of treatment they receive. But my opponent Christian believes it is not because of racism, it's simply because they commit more crimes than whites. He is one of many people that stand by this. However, this is not the case. If cops wouldn't have been racist, they would have never shot innocent people due to the lack of trust and fear they have towards people of color. Adding on to that, earlier Christian stated in his opening statement that police aren't racist due to criminal records that show 86% of Hispanics and 85% of African Americans were assisted by the police. But that doesn't take away the fact that the criminal justice system and cops around the country are still being racist and unfair towards Mexicans and African Americans. People of color have been accused of crime since the Jim Crow laws, but we fail to forget that not everyone is like that anymore. Cops are now stopping people of color due to fear and lack fear and lack of trust, which is probably why the percentages are so high for them. The justice system in general is based on trust. For example, on an article written by David A. Harris, he states that more blacks than whites also believe that when convicted of stealing, black defendants were more likely than white defendants to go to jail, and the blacks would be more likely than whites to receive a sentence of death for murder. All this ties back to racism and why the percentages for both Hispanic and African Americans are so high. My opponents failed to explain what caused the percentages towards people of color. Overall, it does not make it okay to mistreat innocent people due to the past that others left behind, especially when they haven't done anything wrong. Law enforcement is a system by which some members of our society act in an organized manner to enforce the law. And an example of these members are police officers. Police officers are supposed to provide public safety by maintaining order and responding to emergencies. Police officers are viewed by many as people who, as those who enforce the law and protect anyone who is in danger. But there are also those who use police, who view police officers as people who abuse their power and have said that police officers have used unnecessary brutality towards them because of their race. On the contrary, there are those who argue that police brutality is not a growing epidemic in the U.S., even when there are, there are concerning racial minorities. Even though this fact is based on several surveys on the satisfaction with the service of the police officers, it omits information as to who were the people that were actually satisfied with the service they received from the police. When it comes to police brutality, it can manifest itself in different forms, but the ones that many people of color minorities face is intimidation and racial profiling. Saying that police brutality is is not a growing epidemic in the U.S. is an understatement. If police brutality was on was not a grow an epidemic in the U.S., why would the Ministry International release a report in late June 1996 that documented a disturbing pattern of police violence in America's largest police force? The 72-page reported report found that the New York Police Department routinely violates international human rights standards as well as its own guides, guidelines governing the use of deadly force. The 18-month investigation found that charges of, charges of police brutality in New York climbed from 977 in 1987 to more than 2000 in 1994. Deaths in police custody rose from 11 in 1991 to 24 in 1994. According to the report, most of the victims were minorities, while most of the offending police officers were white. Ministry International concluded that excessive use of force has probably led to many more deaths in police custody than the New York Police Department is willing to acknowledge. 
There is an evident problem with the criminal justice system and the way police officers react when dealing with a person of color or a minority. And this has to change before things get more out of hand. It is no doubt that the justice system lacks diversity, but on top of that, it is also biased. And that is something we could all agree on. Our opponent stated that there is more diversity in the justice system, including courts, which may reduce the amount of bias towards whites and discrimination towards people, people of color. Lastly, there are several laws protecting them. Despite what they said, our opponents failed to provide us with examples of the laws that will be protecting people of color. But they did give us a few examples in their opening statement in which they mentioned some Supreme Court justices of color, include, including Clarence Thompson and Sonia Sotomayor, which may reduce their amount of bias towards white Americans. But then again, although the bias might be removed from the white Americans, doesn't mean that it's actually going to happen. They always talk about being less biased towards the white community, but what about the black community, community and the stereotypes cops have on them? It doesn't matter if the justice system is adding more laws to protect Hispanic and African Americans if the cops aren't willing to change. For example, according to the Brea of Justice statistics of the U.S. Department of Justice states that the police stop blacks and Latinos at rates that are much, much higher than whites. In New York City, where, where people of color make up half of the population, 80% of the N NYPD stops were blacks and um, Latinos. When whites were stopped, only 8% were first. How, however, when it comes to the justice system, people with money and power will always stay on top. In this case, the white Americans will always have a higher privilege no matter what gets changed. I guess the, I guess the only time most people will think or acknowledge that there is there is an, there is an injustice problem within the criminal justice system is when when said people face or receive the same treatment same treatment people of color and minorities do. It is sad to say that the number of deaths and injustices people of color and minorities face will keep increasing over the years due to the presence of Jim Crow laws, the unconscious bias that police officers have, and the prejudice to criminal just system holds towards its minority of its community. Due to the negative way the media has portrayed people of color minorities, who knows when something about this issue will actually be done and help end the loss of countless of lives that are being lost over racism. In the end, I would like to leave you guys with a question by anti-racism anti activist Jane Elliott. You know the way our society in general treats people of color. You know what's happening. You know you don't want it for you. I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it to happen to others. Great job from both sides. Very strong arguments from both teams and well said. Now it's time to hear from the listeners at home. Please leave us a comment or any feedback on the issue as well as suggestions for future debates. Thank you for tuning in to ACDY podcast channel. See you next time.